news on the radio today Turn it up, it's time to get on with the show On 98.7 ESPN Radio and a good afternoon, everybody. This is indeed the Michael K. Show. It's a Monday, January 8th, 2024. Michael, Don, and Peter with you until 6.30. So the Jets and the Giants finish the season on a positive note. But since this is a year that's been lost for everyone, it didn't help either of them. Actually hurts them. You can't root that way, but it did hurt them. Um, the Giants' draft selection spot is going to be... Uh, Impacted the Jets, the same thing going to be impacted. But as I said on Friday, the Jets had huh. really erased some demons. So yeah. beating Belichick the way they did that was great. And you know the Giants have not had an easy time with Philadelphia, and they hurt Philadelphia uh, yesterday. I, I, yeah, see, I, I had mentioned that on Friday, and I, listen, I get the whole draft thing and all that. What does it all mean? You know what it meant? I got to sit there and enjoy seeing the Eagles get beat up. When, when is that not fun? Peter, you can even oh, yeah, understand sure. that from a, from a Washington perspective. Especially from last year's playoff game. You really should have enjoyed yeah, it. Sirianni, you know, you remember before the playoff game when he was mugging to the camera and all that stuff? Like, he's, he's kind of nozzly and you hate the Eagles and Come on, you've disrupted, you've caused chaos to their team. They're going to the playoffs anyway, and they weren't going to win the division no matter what because the Cowboys won their game. But still, Michael, they're in disarray, and the Giants lent to that. And as a Giant fan who grew up hating the Eagles, I had a ball watching that game. So, yeah, maybe it cost them a couple of uh, selections. or whatever. Who cares? I want to see my team win and beat up on a rival and embarrass them, and that's what they did. So, yeah, they're going to go into the playoffs, but they're going to go in limping, losing, what is it, uh, well, five of their Arizona. last seven or whatever They it lost is. Arizona the week before. Or three of their last five. Yeah, they just came off losing to Arizona and the Giants. So the Giants will fit, and they'll pick sixth, and the Jets are going to pick tenth. Tenth. Uh, I'll tell you what, I, I hear you guys. And I, I was with you when we had the conversation. But sitting here now with my putrid team, knowing they're picking second, and did the real conventional tank down the stretch there, just absolutely get obliterated by everybody. I don't hate it. Well, you don't hate it because Rivera was gone anyway. You're going to have a different regime. And, and the Golden State Warriors are now running your team. <laughs> no, no, advising my team. <laughs> advising. advising which, by the well, way, it could be running. You don't I, know. I love it. I love that, too. But I, I, it's interesting. I actually feel better about the Giants' win than the Jets' one. And I know that sounds silly because I kind of felt beforehand like the Jets one was more meaningful because it goes back so long now with Belichick. But I don't know. It didn't even feel like a real one. To be honest, uh, I, I'll tell you what that game was unwatchable. It was First unwatchable. Of all, you see the yard lines, and it was just terrible. But, uh, but, uh, but, uh, but I enjoy uh, something about football and snow makes it captivating. So I agree. The way that Good it was played was ugly, snow. but it's still. It held me in for a couple of reasons. Number one, it was my one point play, and you guys mocked me for the pick. My openly mocked. It was me a crazy. I still was a crazy. Well, no, no. Pick. If you if you want to play back the tape, my friend, I said he just got a six point week. No, but but well, but Peter was. I, I did. I was like, why would you go with the Jets of all the places you're looking for a win? I still stand by. That's a very, that's a very odd spot that he picked. Well, he I, looked, I, it worked I, out. How do you criticize him? The guy surged three and a half out of me. That's yeah, true. 
I got the Lions have done you proud though this year. They've that been, was I, I, I tell you what that you had to be sweating that if you were watching it you were sweating it twice. Minnesota had the ball. They weren't going to win the game, but they could have covered. Well, I saw I, and they I got with it. Like, what was it like the thirty five when when uh, Mullins threw the pick? Like, I they, wasn't I wasn't watching late, but whenever I see the team when I have a three and a half point line, right. and I see my team sitting up ten, I worry the whole time, huh. and it just sat there at ten. Well, because the reason I thought that because uh, I was rooting obviously for the Vikings, you both had that as your three point play. I'm thinking, Lions don't care if they give it up here. Oh, they, Why would it's they? an odd side game. You don't want to give up the touchdown, but it's not like it's a seven-point game. It's a ten-point game. I thought a backdoor cover, but then uh, he threw the pick, and then that was it. And that's why you make that pick because Nick Mullins isn't good. Well, he th- almost threw for 400 yards in the game, though. I mean, he did through two uh, two interceptions, but he had statistically was very good until those last couple of drives. I'll tell you what, though, it's it's. No one's going to say it, so I got to say it for myself. It's it's tremendous. I mean, you guys both exchange week after week. Don comes up with another big week, and I my, you know, I just keep holding up. Yeah, you, I just you're consistent. He just I, you I, lost your one point play. I, I, you probably were on your way to winning it if not for the drop. Oh, I, mean, I, 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 I was, was on my that way. Was killer. I mean, I don't know if you, you which you, one. Well, there's the, the fourth down plays wide open. And then he throws it behind oh, him. Yeah. It was still a catchable pass. And I, just, I was, oh my god! I, I all I need terrible. is Gardner Minshew to put the ball where it's oh, supposed to be. How about the covered. coach saying to go? That's on you. He was open. These coaches are unbelievable. That's a, that's tough. I mean, Gardner Minshew made Small. their season once they once Richardson went down. True, he had a great year. Although I tell you, I watched C.J. Stroud man on that first play and from you scrimmage. Watch some CJ, don't you? I just go. Why is it so hard? I mean, do you realize the Texans were just in the middle wow. of the Watson debacle? It was just happening. They were going to be screwed for years. And this really supports Don's point about how quickly things can change. Oh, could you change? Not only did they got so, CJ Stroud, they're going to be a team. It kind of supports two points. Because, like Mike, it's like another five years. Well, it took one year for them to be able to turn it around, right? And also, he was the second pick. So if they had the first pick, did they take Young or did they take Stroud? Now, if they were going to take Stroud, then you could say, well, you know, tank for the higher pick. But if they would have taken Young, then you could say they lucked out that they didn't have the first overall pick because Stroud seems to be the better quarterback, right? Both teams stunk going in. Well, are people seeing anything from Young? No. So far, nothing, right? Well, now they fired the GM, so that tells you they didn't like Young. And then they fired the coach. Uh, before that, and they just find the owner. So it's, it's but although they don't have a high draft pick because they gave it to the right. Bears. But it really speaks to Don's point again about tanking. That sometimes not getting the number one thing, it, it turns out the number two guy is the guy. But maybe everyone would, would have taken Young at one. It's you just don't know. Well, I, I wouldn't have known. How do you know C.J. Stroud's going to be the dude, and this one's not going to be the dude? But drafts are always crapshoots. Michael Jordan went third, so. It's, I know it's and just Jeter but, goes six. I mean, there's so, there's plenty of examples of it, but I don't know if I'm a Jet fan and I am a Giant fan. I enjoyed yesterday, and we, then Rex was on the morning show. And you know, listen, I know he's got no love for Belichick, but he's like he looked at yesterday as week one of next year. Like the one thing you want to do is get the whole Patriot monkey off your back. Get rid of it. It's done. Same regime's coming in next year. Why do you want that hovering over you? We haven't been able to beat the Patriots in how many years and 16 consecutive. So he thought it was huge that the Jets won that game. Yeah, it was ugly, disgusting, and all that. 
But to get a win against the Patriots, which you never do, for the Giants to be able to beat Philadelphia soundly, which they never do. We might have to get Andrew on the phone today. Yeah, but you you know what? All due respect to Rex, the quarterback of the Jets yesterday is not going to be quarterback in the first game. It's going to be such a different team. No, but it's going to be the same coach. Yeah. Going to see the same coordinator. Defense, the defense can be pretty much the same defense. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, I, really hanging your hat on that win? I'm not, you beat a terrible team in a driving snowstorm. No, but I, I hear what he's Can't saying. Get it on the way. I hear that it's a, why it's a nice thing to get. Yeah, I, I, I said that you want to get that monkey off your back. But I don't think you hang on the rim over it. No, I, I wouldn't think so either. It's, was, it was, but I think that didn't. I don't know how much you watched of it, Peter. But it, it, the weather was the major reason. They ran the hole, ran great. He threw him for what 178 yards. Like so, yeah, it was ugly, but it wasn't the typical ugly Jets offense that can't do anything. There was a reason for can, it. It was a snowstorm. Can, can I tell you one thing about Hall? Somehow so, they did more in the snowstorm. He fell <laughs> six yards short of a thousand yards. Said he sick to his stomach over it. So Sala was asked about it. Were you guys aware? He said, "Yes, we were aware. Our mathematician had it wrong." He, he, I don't want to play the whole cut. It's too long. Our mathematician had it wrong. He had him 10 yards over. This is how bad the Jets are. That's Their bad. mathematician can't add. So are they going to still give it to him? No. What was the difference? Or just to have Six it? yards. Just to have the season. If they knew that he was six yards short, they would have run plays differently to get it for him. But Salah was told he's uh. good. He's 10 yards over. Their mathematician got it they wrong. They can't do that. Now, there wasn't any kind of finance around it. No. It's, it's, just, really. it's just to have it on the back of your card. I right. mean, for people love to have with a, a terrible offensive line. Right, yeah. I mean, the, and coming off an ACL. Hey, by the way, it's such a crazy thing, too. It's only six yards. But you all know, when you go on Pro Football Reference and look at people's stats, You're you right. look at 1,000 yards. Seasons. You don't look at That's it. all you're looking for. You're, you're looking at four digits instead of three. Yeah, so you, you think Alex math. Rodriguez would like to have those four home runs? 696 is different than 70. <laughs> so, uh, 700. And Fred McGriff with 493. It's a lot different listen, than 500. I, I yes. understand. It, it Cosmetically. But 1,000 yards in a 17-game season. I mean, no, it's, it's I still averaging that, like 60 it, yards it a game. But you're right. It speaks to the no, ineptitude it, it of the Jet organization. <laughs> Their that. mathematician got it wrong. But I'm saying if there was some... And I don't think there's any. there would be ever any kind of financial for 1,000 yards, but if there were a bonus, they, they'd have be obligated to still give it to him, right? If it was a clerical They wouldn't error. be obligated. It wouldn't be obligated. I mean, the, the Giants tried their best to get uh, Shepard the numbers that he needed to get the 300 yards, something like that, but then one they thing... They tried, but... They it, tried, but the, a pass was... Uh, they, they, it was a pass where he lost yards, and they said it wasn't a pass, it was a run. Yeah, so they a, took the yeah, four yards away. Pass, yeah. So he fell short, too. And Hopkins in Tennessee, too, right? Well, it he was, got all of his stuff. Did he? Yeah, he got his stuff. Because I thought he was three shy, and then Tannehill got sacked when I was watching the game. Well, or did who, they go back and do different math? I'm not. I, I, I know that one of those veteran wide receivers got exactly what he needed. I thought there was something in the Tennessee game that he came up short. God, I was, so was trying ch- to pass. I'm so checked out. I don't even know if Terry got a, a thousand. How about Montez Sweat, though? The first player in NFL history to lead two teams in sacks. It really the says, commanders and the Bears. It says, it says a lot about two things. One, Montez Sweat. Two, the commanders. He, he should was, not have been able to lead that team in sacks. He left a, a year ago. Now, um, the Giants made some news today. 
they fired their special teams coordinator, and uh, when asked about it, Brian Dable said, we're going to keep our offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator, although I haven't spoken to them yet. And then, after that, Don, he ends up firing Wink, Wink Martindale's right-hand guy, the defensive line coach, so I still don't think it's a fait accompli that Wink is coming back, because if you fire somebody's right-hand man that he brought with him, right. that might be enough for Wink to say, see ya. Maybe that's what your hope is, right? Maybe. Is the, I'll keep you, but I'd like to be able to kind of grease the skids for you to leave. By the way, 1,002 yards for Terry. Yeah, yeah, if you're wondering, Terry did get his thousand. <laughs> but uh, but the, the special teams, he had to go. I mean, the special teams were brutal all year. Got a little better later in the season, but it was a mess. And I know your kicker got hurt, but they never got any field position at all from there. Offensive line was a mess. I mean, some guys had to go. You can't not make changes. All right, you don't make any major changes to your coordinators or your head coach, but after losing, winning three less games, and at times embarrassingly so, lose games. You know, somebody had to lose their their job after that. Now, well, what would it be to open a show without talking about Kyrie Rogers? Love Kyrie Rogers. So, uh, Aaron Rodgers spoke with the media today. First of all, Pat McAfee should should kiss him on the lips. That'd be interesting. Because they asked him what your comments about Jimmy Kimmel. He goes, I'm not going to talk about it today. Tune in tomorrow. Not only does he get a million dollars to be a guest, he's a, he's he a hype promo. man. Yeah. He's a promo machine. But here's the, here's the thing that he said that I thought was really, really interesting. Uh, one of the things he said that they should do is flush the BS. Eliminate everything that's not directly involved in winning. That's what Roger said. You gonna, are you still going to do McAfee next year? That's not directly involved in winning. That's part of the BS. Jet well, people have to answer questions about the stuff that you say. Wow. You know what? My, you know, did he do? Did Mike win point guard for yeah. a segment? He did. I mean, it's a long day, but I'd vote for that. Right I mean, now. think about that, Don. He's going to flush right, the well, BS. You're going you're gonna to flush the BS. Well, being on McAfee is total BS if you're a, a quarterback that doesn't want to make waves. No, it's possible that was going to happen anyway. And is it po- here's the thing. we got to ask Sala that. Do you want him to continue on McAfee? We hear Salah at 345. The reports are to the contrary, that Rodgers will come back to McAfee next season. Right. But I'm just wondering, does Aaron know that he's not going to come back? And so he's making it look like I'll be the one that makes the decision. Because after you say that, right. you want to get rid of all the BS that's not winning, then how do you do a weekly with McAfee next year? So I, I would think he's going to step aside. At least You don't make that statement, and then every Tuesday, go in there and make news, talk about all the things that you're talking about. And, and this is not an art on McAfee. The guy who makes it a distraction is Rogers. Now, now, the stuff yeah. that he says. Now, the other, McAfee. the other thing is, again, he's playing three-dimensional chess, as Michael likes to say, is that if Rodgers is playing next year, will his weekly spot be more about football and all the other stuff? Because in defense of Rodgers, there wasn't much football to talk about. He wasn't playing. So that's when they would all of a sudden start talking about other things. If he's playing every week next year and he's on McAfee, is it going to be strictly football? And then it won't be a distraction, and it won't be not about winning because he's going to go out there and do what Robert Sala does every Monday with us, and and what Garrett Wilson does every week on Barton well, Hahn. Refresh It'll my just memory. be a football conversation. Didn't he do it this last year in Green Bay? He did. Well, he, he uh, a lot of news came out of that. I know, but that doesn't mean that a lot of news will come out if he's the you, know, you well, can't he was the make, quarterback of the Packers. You, you can't make the statement. 
that we've got to get rid of all the BS and it's got to be just about winning and then go on McAfee next year and in, in week four in October you're talking about the vaccine or you're talking about you know Kimmel or then that's that's not winning that's not football I agree I so agree. I would think if he comes back it's going to be strictly football or he's not going to come back because you can't do that unless he thinks he's not talking about himself yeah, and he can do whatever I, he wants. I don't, the rest I, of the team I, I don't think he's very you. self-aware. I, I don't think he thinks he's talking about himself. I think he talks about he's talking about leaks and stuff like that which is every All place every place shouldn't want to have leaks. Everything is true. He's it's a true statement. They've got to get rid of the BS and it's got to be about winning. Well, two things. Number one, you've got to get rid of the BS and you got to you also got to win. Right. And then they haven't won. Although, you know, they, they did get seven wins, so I guess there's something to that after losing Rodgers. Although, let's face it, guys, uh, there's probably a lot of games they could have had. If you're a Jet fan, never mind that you lose draft position, the fact is that you finish with seven, and you can make a serious case that you should have won ten. There, um, were games, there were games that you should not have lost that you lost. Jordan Ronan reporting right now. Uh, just spoke with a source who told me he do he don't expect Wink Martindale to be with the Giants much longer. Yeah, because I guess Wink would be insulted by this, right? And leave because if he was going to get fired, Michael, wouldn't he be fired already? Why would you fire one of his underlings and then not fire him? So I would think that if Wink leaves, it's going to be him deciding to part ways. Otherwise, why wouldn't he be gone? This is Black Monday, right? Everybody's supposed to get fired today. And you know what? Dable very shrewdly said, I expect them both to be here, but he didn't talk to them yet. And then he undercuts Martindale by firing his guys. Yeah. So he's going to make it look like Martindale walked away, not him. Right. He didn't get rid of him. Now, Wink might get a head coaching job or at least want to interview, or maybe he figures, I'm done with this guy. I'm going to go be a defensive coordinator someplace else, which stinks because I, th- I think I, I, I'm going to miss him. I think he's a good defensive coordinator. I do. They look great yesterday. That Giants yeah. defense got better and better. They, they were taking the ball away. They were one of the best teams, I think, uh, after what week five or six at, at, at turning the ball over, they they really did a tremendous job down the stretch, and they were banged up too. You remember? You remember they traded Leonard Williams away. You know they they suffered their share of injuries, and they they overcame it. They were really good, and yesterday they were very very good. So it's going to kind of stink to see him go. I hope he doesn't leave, but it sounds like Dable wants him to go. It looks like he's he's definitely pushing him, and and if you think about it, what what's happened lately. Uh, Martindale's defense has 23 takeaways in the last eight mm-hmm. games. So he's done a good job. Very good. He's done a good job. And yesterday, they made, and I mean, the Eagles are a mess right now, but they made them look like amateurs. Yeah, so I don't know what's going on there, guys, but that looks, the only reason I won't say one and done is I don't know what Tampa's going to be. I mean, Tampa was in a must-win situation and won their game in Carolina 9 nothing. Didn't score a touchdown. So I don't know what the Buccaneers are. Yeah, but they had the Don Mojo with them. You know what I mean? I, that was my three point play, and I, I, I definitely sweated it out. But the point is, is that I can't say they're one and done because they could be dysfunctional and still beat the Buccaneers, but they're not making any kind of run. By the way, quiet, quiet Rosenberg take that gets overlooked because I'm a yo yo. I'm, I'm going to stick, stand right pat with whatever I said two, three months ago when I said it. Jordan loves the guy, guys. I mean, what he, a, he's the guy. What well, he season. did, what Rodgers couldn't do. What, exactly. what a season for the Packers, Peter. They have a $40 million cap hit that they absorb because of Rodgers yep. getting rid of them. So, that $40 million they can't spend. They have one of the youngest rosters in the league. No, almost no stars. I mean, on defense, wide, they have a couple stars. Yeah, the, their wide receivers, I think, make a total of $7 million. Yep. That's $3 million less than Alan Lazard. And they're in the playoffs. 
They're in the playoffs. And remember, literally faced with the same circumstance, Rodgers could not get it done. They have less this year and get it done with love. I mean, it's an amazing franchise. Well, Favre to Rodgers, and this guy Love looks like the real I'm deal. I'm telling you, he's... You got three good quarterbacks in a row. So what are the Packers then? Because we were kind of up and down. They were the hottest team in the league, then they fell apart. Now they're in the playoffs. But you would have to say, hey, they're a playoff team, right? What they're you, a legit playoff team. Giants beat them. Rams, that's the team nobody wants to play. The Giants should have beaten them. They had them. They had the Rams on the ropes, and then they beat up on Philadelphia yesterday. So, you know, uh, you got to like how the Giants kind of finished it off here. Yes. The Giants, as of right now, appeared to be a real enough football team that if they had a quarterback, could be something. And a little bit more talent on offense. The problem is, guys, again, we talk about this all the time, and like Steve Young used to say all the time, it takes so long for these teams to get going that if you if you don't pull it together early on, you're just, you know what, out. You know, they actually, the Giants could be a somewhat tough out right now if they had a little more talent, but they didn't do enough early on, and frankly, it doesn't matter because they lost Jones anyway. So, But I will say, Don, you're right. You have every right to give the team that they are as of yesterday credit. If we were to go back 10 weeks, I will tell you beyond a shadow of a doubt, the Commanders were a better team than the Giants were at that moment. The Commanders are an all-out garbage team. Cannot play. Unmotivated, terrible hacks. The Giants are actually a pretty good football team now. It's multiple seasons within a year. Mm-hmm. And now it's unfortunate. Didn't do enough. Didn't have enough talent. But yeah, I think you feel good about where this team finished. In some ways, Don, you could feel a little better about what they showed you on the way out this year than how they ended up closing out last year. <laughs> it is interesting. In such right. horrifying fashion against the same team. So I, it, it, it is a really... And the, the, the Packers are an interesting question. Who is that Packers team? Because they're going to go into Dallas as seven-and-a-half-point dogs. And, Don, if they were playing in Green Bay, I wouldn't hate the Packers' chances against the Cowboys. I will tell you, I don't like... Listen, to the Cowboys, they can always choke. But I see the Cowboys for at least one playoff game at home being very, very tough. You know, some of the games yesterday had such impact on whether a team could win or not. So the, the, the Eagles play poorly, and they get the best draw, I think, of all, because the Buccaneers aren't good. And then Miami ends up blowing the game to Buffalo, and they have to go and play in 18-degree weather in Kansas City this weekend. Think so, about that. So real quick, if that reverses, Dallas loses, Philly wins, Philly gets Green Bay? Probably, yeah. And Dallas, because think about it, what a what a great circumstance for Philly to not be dealing with Green Bay. How much well, happier are you dealing with the Bucks? And now you've got the sidebar, too, Mike McCarthy against his former team. I'll tell you what, it's, is it the sexiest game of the week? Hmm, uh, I think the Dolphins and, and with Tyreek coming back to Kansas City. That's, I think that, that's damn. Although you know what, the NFL really planned it well. People are going to have to go out and buy Peacock. You got about well. Did, did are you being sarcastic no. or no? It's genius. Yeah, who's they, not going to? They pay didn't for have it. to give that game to them. That's what they I'm gave ESPN a terrible game. I know. And, and and now who? How many? I'm so curious. I wonder how many new subscribers Peacock gets this weekend. You'd have to think in the hundreds of thousands. It's inexpensive. I mean, right. streaming, I think it's like five ninety nine. Yeah. And you can have it for one month and bag. They're going to get, I'm so curious what the number is. I would have to think close to a million uh, or more, a few million. I get it. All right. But can you can you stop promoting it like it's something I should be excited about? Oh, exclusive on Pika. History will be made. What do I, what do I care? All right, I'll suck it up. I probably have it. I don't even know. All right. 
But Gotta, don't he has make, to ask Nancy. But why do you why do you make it seem like I'm supposed to be excited about this? You know, no what, one's excited about. You know what I thought about Don as I was driving in. I'm thinking about this game's going to be. You know, people are going to get upset because they're used to seeing playoff games on on TV that they don't have to pay for. Right. Imagine if this was baseball. Baseball gets held to such a different standard. If baseball had one of its playoff games on a streaming tier, I don't know. I mean, we would take 18 hours of phone calls. No, but here's the difference, okay? If it was the same way, because everybody in the local market for that game will get it over the air. Right. Right? So, and then it would be, so the out-of-town people would complain. So if it was a Blue Jay Royal I see wild card game yep. and it was exclusive to Apple TV would any would anybody care now if it were a Yankee game yeah but if they gave the same thing they do in the NFL where but they still get it over the air yeah they but, don't yeah, but I, I think fans would be screaming in Kansas City if they had to download an app um, I don't know if you guys realize this, but the ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza is back. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're giving away over $10,000 in cash and prizes. Kidding me? All qualifiers will get a $25 Fanatics gift card and a chance at one of 10 Superboxes with prizes including big screen TV, PlayStation 5, MetaQuest, and much more. Get your box for the big game by listening to DPH Jordan Rothenberg from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m., Barton Hahn from noon to 3, and the Michael K. Show from 3 to 6.30 for a chance to win. $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. For full contest details, go to ESPNNewYork.com. With things happening with the Giants, we'll have Jordan Gunton run on, on in just a moment after the break. All right, business leaders, let's talk dry ice emergencies. Ever had your approved vendor drop the ball when you needed dry ice the most? Enter Chili Willy and Cool Carl's Ice, your dependable solution when the heat is on. Over 46 years of rescuing companies from ice nightmares, scheduled maintenance, power shutdowns, or unexpected emergencies, they've got you covered. Because when you need dry ice, you need it now, not whenever. Chilly Willy CoolCarl.com. Chilly Willie and Cool Carl's Ice. Because your emergencies shouldn't be an emergency. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. So we are waiting on our very own Jordan Ronan. Uh, things are happening with the Giants. We're Pat here Leonard. Pat Leonard, Daily News. All right. Stop coaching, Pat. Yeah, the the favorite of Tortorella yeah. is reporting that Wink Martindale is in fact going to resign, which we kind of surmised when he got rid of his guys. So we'll see how much of that is legitimate or not. But mm-hmm. that's 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 a big move. Now you something. have to go out and find yourself a good defensive coordinator, and and the players love Wink too. How much did he have left on his deal? I think I think another year. Because I, you know, I was thinking, is that kind of weak out of Dable? If you don't like him, if you're not getting along, fire him. But I guess it does make sense if you can get him to resign and save the organization some money. I, I don't know if you if you're not getting along with him, don't fire his guys and grease the skids for him to resign. Fire him. Um, Sala is going to join us at four o'clock now. Okay, four o'clock. You hear what I'm saying? Well, it is baggy day. There's a lot going on. All right, so while we wait on Jordan, sure. let's take some phone calls. Uh, we'll go to Steve in Bergen County. Steven, start it off. Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? Thanks for taking my call. You got him. Hey, Mike, Mike, listen, I'm a big fan, so I don't mean to uh, 
disagree with you on this subject, but as a Jets fan, I do agree that the Jets are net, but I just think you're reading a little too much into the mathematician thing. What is that? What, what do you mean? What am I reading too much in? Robert Sala called him, uh, a, math, called him a mathematician. Yeah, all right, but, but listen, coming into the game, he was nowhere near 1,000 yards. He had a monster game for 178 yards. Up until the, the 50-yard touchdown run with less than two minutes in the game, he was only at 124. I, so it was like bang, bang. It's not yeah, like but, they but, had but, time but to Steve, verify it. I'm just uh, – Steve. Follow me here. I, I, I'm, I'm guessing the mathematician has a, a calculator. I'm just saying. It shouldn't be happening that fast. Because it, they calculated it quickly enough to tell Salah he's over by 10. You just, you're going to defend the mathematician? You're going to defend the they, overall ineptitude of this organization? So a sport that's becoming more and more analytically driven. You don't think that they know exactly how far he is away wow. from 1,000 yards? The things that people will disagree with, it's amazing. They'll disagree with anything. Now, at some point, you'd be like, he might be getting close here. Let's do the math. And obviously, they did the math wrong. That's all Michael is saying is, is that it's so typical Jets that they somebody there got the math wrong. Somebody got the math wrong. Even if it's the way the caller said that it all happened bang, bang, they still got it wrong. Can you imagine the, the quote-unquote mathematician, Robert's words, not mine, the mathematician miscalculates whether they should go for it on fourth and two. That's a little bit more significant. No. That's the same people that are... are Calculating you, you, you didn't know 30 seconds ago it was going to be fourth and two. It kind of just all of a sudden happened, oh, right? It happened so When you gain just six yards on third he... down. Wow. But he agreed with the ineptitude. Why just why not ride the wave, man? People, oh, they, people I, need something, man. People, no, but they love to be argumentative. Let's go to Brett in Livingston. Brett. Hi, Brett. How you doing, guys? Uh, big fan. I got a question for Don really quick. Shoot. Um, so I... I've appreciated your take of wanting the Giants to win games throughout the earlier portions of the season. It's tough watching an embarrassing team. But to sit there and say you enjoyed watching the Every Giants second. win yesterday, like I, I got to challenge that. I think you might be a masochist. I think you really just enjoy watching miserable football. No, because I'm a like, fan. What is there to root for? No, it finally wasn't miserable. They were connecting. They were converting on third down. They were scoring touchdowns. They were averaging 272 yards a game. They had 272 yards by the second quarter. I, I, I was for enjoying myself. Game. For one game. So, you're, But you're, against you're, the Eagles, to add to their dysfunction, if you're a Giant fan, you hate the Eagles, wasn't it great to see them in a daze on the sideline, not knowing what the heck happened to their season, to limp into the no, playoffs, losing 3 of 5? And we're staring at a draft board. Well, but, 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 where, who are they picking? Are they even picking a quarterback? We don't know. We don't even know what position they're going to go after. So why can't we just yeah, enjoy the moment? Have, they might have played themselves out of drafting a quarterback. Oh, I don't know. Maybe they weren't going to draft a quarterback. Maybe they are. Maybe they'll trade up. Maybe a quarterback will fall down to them. There's already talk about the fact that the Cardinals aren't going to draft a quarterback, that the Bears are not going to draft a quarterback. So why can't I just enjoy the well, moment? I hate the Eagles. Add to their dysfunction to see Suriani staring up into a scoreboard down 24 nothing in the first half. I love it. And I got to worry about, oh, but now they're going to they're gonna pick six instead of five or four. Come on, man. We're losing the essence of what sports is supposed to be about. All right, so the Bears have the number one pick via Carolina. Right. They, We hear they're not taking a quarterback. Right. But they might trade that pick. They so might the team trade. they traded to is going to take right. a quarterback. Commanders need a quarterback. That's, That's right. Patriots. Patriots need a quarterback. Yes. Cardinals said they're not taking a quarterback. Right. Now, if the Giants had lost, they'd be 5-12. and 12. Same as the Chargers. I do not know who would win that tie. 
But right. the, the most adjar- the best adjustment wouldn't matter though. Would have been five or six. It wouldn't matter because the right. Chargers, Chargers, Chargers right. aren't going to take a Chargers will not take. So, but they could trade to somebody who's taking a quarterback. Right. And the Giants could certainly. The Giants have made trades with the Bears before. Yep. So so we're sitting there. They might be tra- drafting five. Well, the team that's drafting five isn't going to draft a quarterback. We don't even know if they're going to draft a quarterback. They should, but we don't even know. So I'm supposed to sit there and not enjoy. The hated Eagles down 24 nothing in the first half. I loved every second of it. I have to question whether these people are fans. It is interesting, though, Peter. And people say they listen to the show a lot. And they say to Don, it almost seems like you're a masochist. The guy wants to be hit with tennis balls. We, we do know he's a masochist. He's a masochist. Because no, I'm the only one who's all in this. on the show. But he, was, but, he was, but he was right about this. Like... There was nothing masochistic about that game yesterday. It was an e- if anything, I'd say you should want to be more of a masochist. And Don settled for the easy pleasure of watching his football team be good. But he, it wasn't masochistic. Now, Paul Schwartz of the Post um, reporting Wink Martindale has resigned. Okay. Um, uh, Dable said this morning the expectation was that Martindale would return, but then Dable fired two defensive assistants who were trusted Martindale confidence. That Weird. was that. That's that's it's. I we got I, I can't wait to hear from Jordan who I'm 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 guessing is up to his neck in it right now because all this stuff's happening. But Michael, isn't that a curious thing? Yeah, it's very odd. Earlier today, he says he expects him to be back unless and then he, he fires two people. Maybe he wanted as Don said. Maybe he wants to fire him and didn't want the blood on his hand, so he did everything or, to pull the rug out from under. Or did the organization say do this because we don't want to have to pay him? If he resigns, he forfeits the last year of his contract. Yeah, but if they fire it, it, him, they got to pay him. He's going to get another job, so they wouldn't have to pay him anyway. They all have offset language. I don't know. Well, here's, the, here's the thing. What, so, yeah, the, what if he takes a lateral move? If he takes a head coaching job? No, no matter even what? If even if it's a lateral move. Like, but, like if Buck Walter took a manager's job, so he's owed $4 million from the Mets. Um, and the team said, okay, you're getting $2.5 million. The, the Mets would have to only so, pay a million and a half. So I'm just kind of curious, then, why wouldn't you just fire him? I don't know. Let's talk to Jordan. Jordan, what the hell's going on? Jordan, what's going on there, baby? Yeah, I mean, we knew this was coming, right, like for a couple weeks now. Not that he definitely was gone, but that there was trouble between Wink Martindale and Brian Dable, that relationship, and uh, it's leading to him leaving. Obviously, once you see, I mean, when you see Drew Wilkins and Kevin Wilkins fired, trust me, if you know Wink and you know the relationship between those guys, there is zero chance. And that Wink Martindale was going to be there any longer, and that Drew Wilkins and Kevin Wilkins are going to be going with Wink Martindale to their next stop. All right, so, so really, so, this all stems from the relationship between the two of them, Brian Dable and Wink Martindale. I mean, Brian Dable seems like a pretty stand-up guy, Jordan. Why wouldn't he just fire Wink Martindale? Why, why force him to, to resign by firing his guys? Well, I think there's probably a pull in regards to maybe money or where he goes next right and uh this maybe is part of it to maybe control like do you want to just let wink martindale walk and out of a contract what if you know how about a team that needs going to need a defensive coordinator look in their own division right washington's resetting philadelphia's defense is a disaster you saw that yesterday do you want wink martindale going and, and landing in uh philadelphia when he's under contract for another year yeah, but you know, if you're so worried about that, well, what's the problem? Why, why don't you keep them? What, what was that big break between the two of them that they didn't get along, Jordan? Well, let's say Wing Martindale doesn't believe him, and this is kind of what I heard: Wing Martindale and Brian Dable didn't get along. He, Wing Martindale, was not a believer in in the organization in Brian Dable and Joe Shane, and he didn't think ultimately that it was, you know, that they were going to be a success long term. 
so he's a what sixty year old coach, sixty one. Yep. He's going to turn. Uh, why would he want to be with a program that he didn't fully believe in? Right? He like, Brian Dable's personality, the way he handles the coaches, he's hard on them. The way he interacts with people, it really rubbed really a lot of the coaching staff the wrong way. And that's why Wing Martindale's not there any longer. So we'll go back to a conversation that we had when we first discussed this back on Thursday. Like, should, is this something that we need, we as Giant fans or the Giants organization need to be concerned about? Like, it's not just one guy not getting along with another guy. If his way weared on all the coaches, is that just, hey, these coaches have to toughen up tough? He's our guy? Or is it something they should look into? Why is it that he rubs everybody the wrong way? Yeah, I do think it's something he's going to have to look into because when you hear about a whole bunch of coaches thinking the same thing, right, it's not just Wink. I heard Mike Kafka kind of wanted out, right? He wasn't very especially happy. So when you hear these things, I mean, Thomas McGee, even though he was fired, I heard he wasn't that happy with, you know, everything going on. So when you hear all these things, by the way, that's all three coordinators. Maybe you have to look and say, okay, how – how am I handling myself? Maybe I have to go and have a different approach to handling my staff going forward. We're now down to one coordinator remaining, and that's the coordinator of the worst unit of the team this year. Right. right? The offense was a disaster. They already fired or fired or one fired, one resigned of the other two coordinators. It, I mean, two of the coordinators are gone. The only one left is the one of the worst. Uh, unit of the three, uh, it, that definitely seems like a little bit of a red flag. And when Brian Dable goes about self-evaluating, I think it's something he needs to look at for sure. Now, did did Dable not like Martindale? Uh, I know that they had butted heads. I don't know if he doesn't necessarily like him. Right. Uh, I know that he, I think, might have been able to work with him a little bit longer, but I don't think that was Wink's desire. And I think that's kind of where we're at right now. Now, do I, I mean, I know it's early. It's just happening. Is there somebody on the radar of Dable that he would bring in as a defensive coordinator that he favors? Well, let's just connect the dots here, right? Mm-hmm. Dable and Shane were in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Leslie Frazier left Buffalo last year. And I know he is striving for a head coaching position, but if Leslie Frazier does not get a head coaching position... It would seem like if he wants to get back in, this would be a pretty good landing spot for Leslie Frazier, and I think that would be a a distinct possibility. Because otherwise, and another person I think you might have to consider is defensive line coach Andre Patterson. He's the one guy internally, or Jerome Henderson, the defensive backs coach, where if they really don't want total turnover, because do you really want total turnover in year three? They kind of have pressure on them to win, to redo the whole system and scheme. That's going to be tough. So those those two as well, I think, are uh, maybe internal names to keep an eye on. All right. So if you had to bet your vast wealth, would you think that Kafka remains or not? I would because, man, that would be a rough look if all three coordinators are gone. And, boy, would that just ramp up the pressure even sure. more on Brian Dable. Mm-hmm. Have you – I can't ever remember – what's the use of keeping a head coach if you're – starting over with this whole staff. Like, I, I mean, that, you might, I've never even seen it happen. You know, like, I've never heard of a coach getting rid of three coordinators in the same offseason. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know if it's ever happened, but it seems pretty unheard of to me. Yeah, that is interesting. 
Yeah, I can't imagine that that would happen. But it does put a lot of pressure on them next year. Now, Kafka had a great year last year. But what's what what are we looking at next year with this offense? Like are they going to draft a quarterback? Are they going to try to get a quarterback? I mean, where do we stand on who the leader of this offense is going to be next year, especially when everything is pointing to Daniel Jones maybe not being ready for camp? Yeah, I, I wouldn't Daniel Jones said it again today. I'd be surprised if Daniel Jones isn't ready for the start of the season though, and even mostly camp. That's his goal. I mean, that's about eight, nine months, which is pretty much standard for ACLs nowadays. And he's a quarterback. He's not going to be taking any hits, any contact. So I'd be really surprised if Daniel Jones isn't ready. But I also think the Giants are going to be willing to at least look at the the options in the draft. Remember, Joe Shane and Brian Dable, again, I'm going back to Buffalo. But when they were in Buffalo, they got the number seventh overall pick. They traded up to that spot, I think twice, actually and eventually landed a guy by the name of Josh Allen, who if you watched last night, I know he may have had some turnovers. He's pretty good. Yeah. And uh, you can still get a pretty good quarterback probably in the sixth pick in this draft. This is a pretty strong quarterback draft. So I think it's something they'll contemplate. I don't think definitively they're in the position where they say we have to do this. But also, I say to you, can you really, and I asked Joe Shane this today, and he said he could, but also the more I think about it, I'm not sure he could say anything else. I said... Can you really build a franchise around a quarterback who now has two neck injuries and then torn ACL because of his health? And he said yes, but like, really, what else is he going to say there? Right. Not sure there's any other answer, right? But uh, if he does mean that, I mean, we know they believe they believe in Daniel Jones way more than probably everyone on the outside, right? But even if you believed, even if we all believed in him, those injuries, as you said, alone are going to be enough to scare you. If we're going to kill the Jets for not having a legitimate backup for a 40-year-old quarterback, even though Daniel Jones isn't 40, isn't it almost the same thing when you talk about two neck injuries, a knee, a catastrophic knee injury? I mean, they would have to get somebody legitimate to back him up at least. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I mean, absolutely, at the very least. And I don't, I'm not even sure it could be like Tyrod Taylor because, I, you know, how much is Tyrod Taylor? He's always hurt, right? He puts, he's putting himself at risk on, a lot. I mean, I, he was banged up like three times yesterday alone I know. in the same game. So, yeah, you would need uh, a veteran quarterback for sure if you don't take a quarterback really high in the draft. But I, I do think that's an option. Even trading back into the back of the end of the first round, I think would be an option in this draft when there's supposed to be three, four, five first-round pick quarterbacks. Because remember, the Giants do have two second-round picks, the one they got in the trade for Leonard Williams with Seattle as well. I know you got some work to do. Jordan, thanks for popping on with us. You got it, guys. Thanks, man. Again soon. Hi, that's Jordan Rana. He covers the Giants that's... for us. Football Mondays. He brought it. On 98.7 ESPN, brought to you by InfinityUSA.com. Discover more about the luxury and performance of an Infinity QX60 crossover at InfinityUSA.com or visit your local Infinity dealer today. Joe Douglas is talking now. All right. And uh, Rich Samini said that Douglas said the team hasn't overcome adversity. Quote, that's directly on me. I take ownership of that. So more from him as we go on. And uh, Robert Sala will join us as well at um, 4 o'clock. But first, Peter has something to say. Yeah, well, as good as the regular season has been, guys, there's nothing like the NFL Super Wild Card Weekend. Six games, three days. For these teams, it's win or go home, but you'll always have a spot in the playoffs with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. FanDuel has so many ways for you to pick up a W. And guys, let's not... 
let's just be real. I'm 10 over 500 on the season, okay? I've been giving you W's all year long. So if you want to follow through with my picks, go to FanDuel right now. New customers get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Peter to join today. That's FanDuel.com slash Peter. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL, 21 and over in physically present New York. First online real money wager, only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fandle.com for help with a gambling problem. Call 877-OPEN-Y or text OPEN-Y at 467-369. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. It's the ESPN New York Super Box Bonanza 5. This year, each qualifier will take home a $25 Fanatics gift card and have a chance at one of 10 Super Boxes with prizes including a big screen TV, PlayStation 5, MetaQuest, and much more. The caller number, I feel like like Aaron Judge today. Caller number 99. Oh, my God. Right what now, 888-987-ESPN. What did Anthony do? To select a box for the big game with a chance to win. Now, it's $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. The Superbox Bonanza! Oh, yeah. Oh, ho, 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 yeah. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to Bob and Maywood. Bob. Gentlemen, how are you? Good. Good to be on again. You got it. I'm What's doing up? Well, I was calling about the Jets, and I also had one other point about maybe a sleeper quarterback pick that no one was talking about. But first to the Jets. I can't tell you how disappointed I am with this win because it was a huge loss, I think. Losing those four spots in the draft when we need so much, especially on the offensive line. Um, I mean, if if anything, we could have, with the sixth pick, traded back and gotten more draft capital. We don't even have a second-round pick. But, so you would have um, preferred to lose to the Patriots? Absolutely. That game was completely irrelevant, meant nothing. All it was was... You know, to make the fans like like to put lipstick on a pig. Did you watch the season it? Was over. Did you watch? Of course. Why? Uh, yeah. Why? Well, because, because I'm a fan, and if we would, no, you're not. And, and if that's that's harsh. Oh, of course I no, am. But why did you watch? Uh, Bill, you watch but, and rooted for the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick. No, I I didn't root for the Patriots to win. I rooted for the Jets to lose. Well, that's semantics, it's man. It's the same thing. It's, Listen, it's do not, what you though, want, it, man. But I'm just saying. Yeah, but is, you could be a fan, Don, and hope and, and, and move for the future of I'm, the team. He's thinking the exactly, future. Do you believe in exactly. Joe Douglas? Exactly. Uh, actually, I do. I All do. Right. I might be a fool for that, but no, I no. Well, because like, there's I a lot of people that don't believe in Joe Douglas. So what it would matter if you, if you if you if you didn't believe in him? What the pixie has? I, I just I, I agree with Rex earlier today. It's like you had to get that monkey off your back, man. I mean, this this is the, essentially the same team coming back next year as far as the head coach, general manager, offensive coordinator, a lot of the same players on defense. And to lose 16 consecutive games, I mean, you you kind of stuck at the Belichick. I'm sure he wanted to win his last game as Patriots coach. I mean, there's a lot of history there. Am I a bad guy, though, who feels like it just didn't feel like the real deal? No, it didn't. And it felt like some weird... It's Bradley felt, Zappi is playing. Well, and also like Brady, Bailey. Bailey, Bailey. Bailey. It also just felt like it's over. Like, this 
isn't really beating Belichick. It's right, but, beating but, some but, ghost of right. Belichick. But if you're going to say all that and then still lose to the ghost of Belichick and to Zappi and to all the reasons why they were just a lousy four-win team to begin with anyway. Again, I, I you can argue it, that you're, still you're Belichick a diehard fan of the team, and this has been a thing for 20 years. But only in the Belichick way, he hurt the Jets. But he still hurt them. He hurt the did Jets. he or did We don't know. I mean, 6-10, to 10, they're not taking a quarterback. You know, you you talk about possibly trading. They could still trade. Yeah, six is what, better we, than ten, but we don't know what they can end up getting at the end of the day. Maybe we'll look back and say, "Boy, I'm glad we were able to get who we got at ten. There's no there's no world here in which they find a way to move on from Wilson, draft a rookie, and let Rogers teach that rookie. No, but then then Rogers, why not? Because Rogers got upset when the Packers took Love. Why didn't you get he's me something 40, to win? He's going to be forty one years the more old. Reason. He owns the team. He put all that, that cap money on the table, $75 million, what, to try to improve this team so that he can win a Super Bowl. Not That's... sit there and groom the future after he leaves. And I'm not. This is not a knock on Rodgers, but why would he care about what the Jets are going to be after? You think he cares about the Jets? This is a vehicle for him to get a championship. And does he want to sit there and use what could be a, a, a top 10 pick? On something that's not going to help him in the sorry, now. I'm sorry, I forgot that the players running the team. Yeah, here's Joe Douglas <laughs> uh, talking right now on the quarterback situation next season. Let's see if he found religion. Obviously, Aaron's going to be back, which is is going to be positive. Uh, it's going to be huge. Um, you've had had a good conversation with Zach. You know, I can assure you when it comes to Zach that. I'm not going to go into the specifics of our conversation, but we're 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 going to do what's right for the team, you know. And and so um, had a good good conversation with Zach. So we're going to get together after after these uh, player exit interviews and and get with the get with the staff and and put our game plan together for the off season. Also, went on to say that well, they'll, well, they'll well, be well, in the well, market well. for a veteran quarterback, which they should have been last year. And then uh, he was asked, "Are you open to trading Zach Wilson?" Look. Um, you guys know if, if if the phone phone answers, I'm going to pick it up. Um, but um, you know, I don't have a crystal ball into what what exactly is going to happen here in the future. Unless they've given him a promise that they're going to trade him, I still don't huh. think it's a bad idea to have him as the third quarterback. It's whatever. It, but if you get what you can for him, Michael, yeah, yeah. I'd move on. It's, I mean, I'm listening. I wouldn't give him away for nothing, but you know, you know how draft capital is so important, right? So if somebody offers you a fifth round pick, you're 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 going to say no, and then no. hold on to a guy that if I can get rid of the money. All too. I know is, is as long as he's on the roster, there's a chance he's going to play. And, and do you really want to have that? Where oh, here we go again. Zach Wilson trots onto the field in a sport where two, three quarterbacks seem to get hurt every year. If he's on your roster, there's a chance he plays. And I just don't know if you can go through another year of him playing meaningful football for you again. All right, Robert Sala is going to join us in just a moment. This year, this new year, it's time to finally lose that weight the safe and natural way with NJ Diet. Their results are nearly twice as fast as weight loss injections and without any of those nasty side effects. With NJ Diet, you will lose 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days, contractually guaranteed. NJ Diet uses your hair and saliva along with bioenergetic scans to personalize natural solutions and supplements that get your body into the fat burning zone. Then, NJ Diet uses your DNA info to help you keep the weight off. Don't take shots the rest of your life. Lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days, naturally, quickly, and safely with NJ Diet. No hormones, no prepackaged foods, no shots. You can get the doctor's personal email and phone number. Call 855-5NJ-DIET, 855-5NJ-DIET. Schedule your consult today at njdiet.com. That's njdiet.com. 
Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.